We've been away for a few weeks. Thank you so much for your patience and thank you for continuing to listen to Sheila speak. Okay, well, today I'm going to have a conversation with you uh, and take an excerpt from 2020, the next five years, our empowerment coaching series, which is like amazing. And for those of you who are listening, if you are a big person up to great things or you want to get up to great things or big things or you're stopped or you're stuck or you're moving forward, but you could use some direction or guidance. Today, I'm going to share with you one of the integral parts of 2020, the next five years of the coaching series. This session is the first session of the coaching series. And it is called your personal foundation. And you really want to listen to this no matter how big you are in life or how, I don't even like to say how small you are in life because nobody listening to this is small. So no matter as to your path or the journey you're on right now, uh, what we want to begin to look at is are you going into the next five years, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 20, up to 2025, are you going into the next five years on solid ground or sinking sand? Now look, some areas of your life are going to be great. The ground is solid, you're organized, you're managing. And then there'll be some areas where you're on solid ground but you're a little bit on sinking sand, like it's not going well, or you don't have things organized, or things might not be in existence for you, where you can easily see all the components of your life. So in this uh, conversation today, it's designed to give clarity to your own foundation for living an awesome and amazing life. And you're going to confront where you are in your relationships, relationships with who? Your friends, your children, your family, your future, your financial future, your health, your exercise program, that which will sustain you slash us, because I'm included in this, as we begin the work to propel ourselves into the next five years. Now, listen. Our personal foundation is not only important, I'm going to assert that it is the most important work. Why? Because when we keep building something over on top of something, what you start to bump up against in life is unworkability. Things start not to work. And you keep wondering, hmm, how come this thing or this particular area just won't work? How come this relationship won't work? How come when I reach the same point with my business or with my job or with projects or with commitment, it just won't work? Consider, it's just like a house. There's a crack, a leak, a big hole, or a small hole. Something basic and fundamental to your foundation 
is out. You want to be now responsible for how you listen to out. It's not wrong that something's out. And when I say out, there's something that's not whole. There's something that's not complete. There's something, you know, that's, that's not, just not done. So you're not a bad person because of something you did five or 10 years ago or even yesterday. It's just now there for you to deal with it. There for you to confront it. Okay? And until you go and handle it and clean it up and get it complete for yourself and for others, you'll keep bumping up against a particular level of unworkability. Now, this is so important because it's not just there for your personal life. It's also there for your professional life. It could be there in your marriage. So you got to look to see, where, hmm, where's that the case for me? So you might be very successful at some levels, but as we approach the next five years, we, you, I, are really looking at going beyond where we stop. We're going beyond this sucker in this conversation. We're going to look beyond what's comfortable. We're looking at being extraordinary as human beings in every area, in every aspect of our lives, in a way that people around us become extraordinary. And that's how you'll know you're extraordinary. Not because somebody told you, but because the people in your environment become extraordinary. Because the people in your environment become extraordinary. That's how you'll know. All right. So you'll start to look at, maybe I've surrounded myself with people who keep this current foundation intact for me. People who will accept mediocrity from me. See, when you start to break away, you get some resistance from your environment. What do I mean by that? People in your life, people in your community, people you've been engaged with over a certain period of time. So I'm going to say it this way. Remember, you set it up that way. You, 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 you. You allowed yourself to be mediocre. You allowed yourself to keep a particular thing in place. So when this happens, you start to attract people who will keep us in that place. We might be big in one area like our job, but small when it comes to our home environment. You may be big when it comes to a particular group you participate with. You might be the leader. And when you come home, uh, you're like a shrimp. People don't even listen to you. We want you to bring every aspect of your life to a place where your life is a full self-expression of who you are, what you're up to, what your life is for, what you want to be known for, the legacy that you lead, having your life be a life that speaks for who you are. Having your life be a life that speaks for the legacy that you leave. Having the life you live speak for you. And having the life you live be the legacy that you leave. See, we want to create 
the next five years. And where we want to start is your personal foundation. I want to share with you a quote regarding this. It is remarkable how much mediocrity we live with, surrounding ourselves with daily reminders that the average is acceptable. Our world suffers from terminal normality. Take a moment to assess all of the things around you that promote your being average. These are the things that keep you powerless to go beyond the limit you arbitrarily set for yourself. The first step to having what you really want is the removal of everything in your environment that represents mediocrity. Removing those things that are limiting. One way is to surround yourself with friends who ask more of you than you do. Stuart Emery. So the next thing you want to look at is where are you tolerating unworkability in your life? So the next area I want to speak to regarding this conversation is clearing clutter. See, clutter is stuck energy. Never underestimate the effect of clutter on your life. Whenever I meet people who tell me they're stuck, I know that if I visit their home, I will almost always find lots of clutter. Clutter accumulates when energy stagnates. Now, this is very powerful. You can look at this in your home. You can look at this in your church. You can look at this in your community, where you live, where you work. Healthy energy is moving energy. Think what happens when a pool of water stagnates. Very soon it becomes murky and starts to smell. This is similar to what happens energetically when people live surrounded by clutter. In the early years, I started this work. I developed not only my ability to sense atmospheres, but also my senses of smell, hearing, and so on. I can literally smell clutter when I walk into someone's house, even if it's hidden away from sight in closets, and under bed, it has a certain musty, pervasive kind of color. Most people who have lots of clutter say they can't find the energy to begin to clear it. They constantly feel tired. This is because everything you own is connected to you by strands of energy. When you live surrounded by clutter, it is like dragging the ball and chain of your past around with you everywhere you go. No wonder you feel tired. Clearing clutter actually releases huge amounts of energy in the body significance for you. You literally feel lighter in body, mind, and spirit. When everything you have around you is sacred to you, your whole life becomes sacred. You can live in the present time and move with the flow. This explains why the cultures with few material possessions are often the most spiritually intact, where cultures that own lots of things often lose their spiritual focus completely. See, people unconsciously keep clutter in order to suppress your own aliveness. 
You may want to change and improve your lives, but your subconscious mind is afraid to journey into the unknown. If you have lots of clutter, understand that you have it because on some level you need it right now. Understanding why you need it helps you begin to release your clutter and cease to accumulate it in the future. That was excerpts from Creating Sacred Space. So what time is it now? It's time to organize. It's time to purge. Reinvent ourselves from the inside out. Your body, your mind, your spirit, your community, your church. And with church, for some of you listening, including myself, it's time to let your light shine. Like really to let your life shine. So inside this coaching series, we then really look and take a self-inventory of your life. So I'm going to ask you to take a self-inventory of your life. And some areas you'll, you know, take action in immediately. I'm going to give you just a few to introduce you to what I'm saying and what I'm actually speaking to. But you want to do a check so that you can have your life and your environment free up so that you can get well and begin the process of healing, whatever is the case for you. And now is a very opportune time as we all find ourselves spending a little more time than normal at home. So what do we mean? You want to look to see in your foundation for the next five years, you know, who you are, how old are you right now? Where do you want to be in five years? What relationship, what conversation, what communication do you need to have with people that you haven't had? What do you want to say to people that you've either gossiped about or they've gossiped about you? Have you answered all written communication? What calls do you need to initiate? Look at your home. Does it represent you? What furniture do you have in your home that's been sitting there forever that you've been saying you're going to get rid of or you're going to take to goodwill or you're going to have a yard sale or you're going to purge your home environment, the attic, the garage, your bedroom? Just begin to look at these areas. Take small steps. I know for me, when I start to purge or clean, I always take a bathroom because you can get a bathroom done from top to bottom, cleaned up, organized, the closet, the linen folded, everything, everything. You can bring to a state of impeccability or said another way, you could have it be gorgeous or beautiful or magnificent, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever makes your heart sing, whatever makes you happy. You can look at your clothes. Do you need to discard or give away clothes? So I just was in a yard sale last weekend and one of the container bins I had, everything in it was new with a price tag on it. Things I hadn't worn or touched for two to three years. Coat bags, tops books, things I hadn't read. I mean, people got some really amazing things for a very low, low price. And I got to let it go. 
And then I took two containers to Goodwill and I have two more to take now. So, I mean, it doesn't take much, but just starting, just starting and do something every day until you have a container for Goodwill, etc. Make sure your shoes are impeccable, prepared, clean. Are your clothes and closets arranged? Also, the moment I began, and as I still continue to purge the things from my home, I have had a spark of energy. I've noticed not only my spirituality and be, you know, increasing, expanding, and deepening, I've also seen energy with my son just increase. Like he's becoming a different human being. Now, of course, he hasn't done any of this work, but he started cleaning his room. He even asked me to buy some hangers so he could hang up his clothes. Hello, he's 22. There's hope out there. Start purging your home. Your car. Does your car represent you? Do you need a new car? Is it cleaned inside and out? Or do you use the rain to stop you? But having your car represent you, has it had a maintenance check? Like we really get into this, into the coaching series, every nook, crook, and cranny of your life, your body. Do you have a regular exercise program? Are you at the weight you should be? When was the last doctor's appointment you had? You know, for women, have you had your mammogram? For men, have you had your prostate check? I mean, really digging into your life. And if not, when? Have you had your teeth cleaned? <laughs> My assistant just said two days ago, they really do look great. All right. Okay, here's the big one. Financial and legal matters. So do you have any problematic money matters? You know, with many of us now working from home, you know, unemployment, the uncertainty around your jobs, you know, and when will you get them resolved? Your checking account, your savings account, increasing your credit score rating. Uh, do you have any problematic credit issues? Have you stolen any money or property? Do you have anything in those areas that you need to deal with? Do you have incomplete legal matters, outstanding traffic tickets? Incomplete tax matters. Now, this is really important. And this is something I'm really taking on with all of my uh, empowerment coaching clients. Do you have a will? Your estate, if you're a business owner, a small business owner, a large business owner, do you have a succession plan? Not something you're just talking about, something that is in writing. Do you have an estate plan? Is it accurate? Is it up to date? I mean, what would happen if your business, is it set up to operate without you? Are you set up to leave a legacy or are you set up to leave a mess? Hello? Do you have an individual retirement account, an IRA? Do you have a SEP IRA? IRA for your business? Do you have an adequate amount of life insurance? People have all kinds of misconceptions about life insurance. I'm actually going to have someone come on to speak to you about how much is enough and the importance of life insurance. 
it, it, it really is designed to replace a breadwinner's income. Because if something happens to someone you love in your life, God forbid, you know, after, you know, the burial or cremation or memorial or service, what a mother is left with, what a father is left with, what a business owner is left with, what anyone is left with is a huge portion of income that's no longer in their life. So it's not just burial or cremation. It's enough to sustain you over time, particularly while your children are young. So we'll have that conversation at another time. Do you have an emergency fund? At least six months of your income. Just think if all of us, and we're here in America, and I know there are people who are listening from all over the world, but just think if you had had a minimum of six months income saved that nothing shifted in your life because of what happened in March of 2020. Nothing. Because you had a six-month emergency fund. What if you had a one-year emergency fund? One year, one full year of your income and your husband's income saved in the bank or invested in a mutual fund, et cetera, however you have set your money up or your finances. But, you know, that is so possible and it's doable. And as we look at and really look at, no kidding, 2020, the next five years, we want to begin to do this kind of thinking, this kind of planning, this kind of execution, and it's a way to live your life. And that's something worth leaving and imparting to your children and your grandchildren and leaving a legacy that works, creating an America that works, like really works, no matter what, no matter what the circumstance. So we also want to make sure that you know, spirituality, praying, meditate, tithing. Do you have a daily spiritual regime? Or what do you do to enhance that? Another area is your work and your job. And guys, I'm just hitting on this. In the coaching series, we do due diligence to each of these areas. Going to work on time. Are your relationships at work intact? Do you utilize resources effectively on your job? What do you say about your performance at work? What do others say? So the next big area, and I'm going to close it out for now, is your community. Like, how are you inside your community? Do you know who your council person is? The United States senator for your community? Do you know who your mayor is? Do you know what they're accountable for? Have you completed your census? Have you scheduled yourself to vote? I recommend voting earlier. I recommend voting early when you can. That you do the mail-in. When you, if you can mail it in, and if you are a minister or, or not. If you're not a minister, get to your minister. We've really got to get organized around voting. If you can, and we all can, vote early. Vote early. 
Some people don't go to church. You can ask your HOA to send it out. Find out whatever you need to do. Vote early. Complete your census. I've said all that to say this. The foundation in which you live your life is going to impact and empower everything you do. It's going to impact your future over the next five years. You won't get all of this accomplished tomorrow. And you want to begin to take a look at what does need to be accomplished now and set goals for this year, you know, from now until the end of this year and get those accomplished. And like I said, start with the small things in your home. For some of us women, we could just clean our purse. For some of us men, you could clean your shed, clean your briefcase. Do something, begin to take action such that you have a freedom, that your energy, such that you have freedom, such that you have energy. You start to focus and get clarity and gain clarity in your life with where you are and where you're going. Okay, so I want to leave you with this final quote by George Bernard Shaw. The reasonable man adapts himself to the conditions that surround him. The unreasonable man adapts the surrounding conditions to himself. All progress depends on the unreasonable man. All right, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to visit our website, www.stjamesmedia.com. S-A-I-N-T, jamesmedia.com. Also, please leave us a review regarding our podcast and strongly consider participating in 2020, the next five years. Have a great day, have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.